afternoon, good evening, wherever you are, I hope you're well. Welcome to Innovate, the podcast where I try to give you some bit of information that might just make your life a little bit better. In the past two weeks, I haven't taken out an episode and it kind of felt weird. I'd always think about it on every Sunday, but I just didn't have the mental focus, energy, or time to have put out an episode. Uh, because I was busy on another project and I do apologize for that but I'm back and I'm excited to be back and in today's episode I'm going to touch on fear and um, why fear why we feel fear and that fear is normal and how we can use fear to better our lives and that we shouldn't run from it and we shouldn't be scared of fear so in the past two weeks um, on October 31st there was Halloween and I don't really participate in Halloween, and so it got me thinking. Humans have a fear towards some of the things that people dress up as during Halloween, and we normalize that, and we're okay with it, and we engage in this acceptance of these things that scare us. And so I really thought about that, and I'm like, hmm, maybe I want to do an episode on fear, and how fear is normal, and that when we experience it, we just should get exposure to it and feel it. And recently I've also been experiencing some unease and what I would call some kind of fears. So I started a new venture and the uncertainty and lack of experience that I've been, that I have with it is, makes me feel uneasy sometimes. And some days it makes me procrastinate or doubt myself. Um, And I, and I kind of pause, I stop working or I avoid doing the work that needs to get done for this new venture. And then I also had a change in the workplace that I wasn't ready for and didn't think it would come. And it came and it was kind of weird as well to adapt to that. And what I realized is that just because of the change, I was feeling uneasy, but that change necessarily was not something that I should have been scared of but rather I should have embraced it and I think now I'm embracing it and I'm learning to embrace it so that really got got me thinking and so this is what we're going to talk about today but before we jump into what fear is I wanted to talk about how humans are meant to feel the way that the brain has evolved and is built and is designed it is meant to feel it is meant to sense we have all these sensory inputs for different feelings, but then we also assign additional feelings called emotions. And those are kind of an interpretation of what we're feeling. And so feeling is normal. And I encourage all the listeners to spend some time to feel. Pause, take a deep breath, feel the air inside of you, touch something, touch a plant, touch the table, Feel how its texture makes you feel, or what makes you think of. And so I briefly touched on emotions, and so I'm going to define emotions a bit more so that we understand what fear is as well. So emotions are physical sensations in our bodies created by the thoughts in our brains. It's developed from the interpretation of current stimuli that we're experiencing, as well as all of our past experiences as a lens on top of that interpre- helping that interpretation. 
And so each emotion has its own network of neurons that get triggered and fired. So in a sense, each emotion has its own fingerprint. And that does so and also we need to take in consideration that each individual would have a unique set of neurons or network of neurons that fire based on what they're feeling. However, so we can generalize these emotions into certain categories that we think might be appropriate and that we can all kind of land on to an extent. For example, happiness, sadness, fear. And so emotions are triggered or experienced because the limbic system in our brain fires. And in particular, one of the components of the limbic system is the amygdala. And the amygdala's role, it has various different roles, but it has a role in fear and is usually triggered and fired during stimuli or sensations that cause fear. Before we go further, I just want to note that I'm not a psychologist, I'm not a therapist, and in no way am I trying to help people get over any phobias or extreme fears that they may have. In this episode, I'm just kind of touching on fear that we experience on a day-to-day basis. And nothing too extreme, but types of fears that are over that we can overcome. That being said, I do think that we can overcome extreme fears. It's possible, but only with the support of a trained therapist, uh, counselor, or psychologist. So I'm going to define fear as an emotional sp- trigger by the perception. Well, so I'm, and fear is an emotional response trigger by the perception of something that is dangerous, anticipated, or after we become aware of it. So there's a couple of types of fears that I think might be worthy of mentioning. So there's primal fear, and primal fear is defined as an innate fear that is programmed into our brains. It is usually natural fears because of human evolution. So for example, fear of snakes, or, or the fear that is caused by seeing a snake, uh, the fear that is caused by, caused by seeing a wasp or a spider. And then we have rational fears, where there's something is very real and it's an imminent threat so, for example, someone wielding a knife and running after you. And then we have irrational fears. So irrational fears are the ones that we don't make logic, logical sense of. So we kind of find it hard to understand these fears. And they vary from person to person. And irrational fears are usually based on experiences and personality. So. We don't really truly understand those fears, but we feel them. And sometimes to other people, they may not make sense. But to the individual feeling that fear, it does make sense to them. Fear can be innate, but in most cases, it's learned. Now, Napoleon Hill talked about six different fears, and I just wanted to mention them. Um, But there's various types of fears, and we can all put an interpretation on what causes fear. So Napoleon Hill said that poverty causes fear, um, criticism, poor health, or the loss of health, the loss of a loved one, old age, and death. These are root fears that all people will feel. I think it's true. I think that those are some of the reasons or causes of our fear, but there's various things in the world that can cause us fear. I want to mention that fear is a physical sensation that we experience in our body. 
it does have the capability to imp- impact your brain functioning and your thought patterns and just your thought processing. It can make you foggy. Fear can become a pleasure. So this is the reason that people enjoy horror movies, why we're willing to go on roller coasters. So just know that, that fear does have a purpose and it can become a pleasure. It just depends on how you perceive that specific sensation. Fear always has a purpose. And some of the times fear's purpose is to tell you to overcome a challenge. Sometimes it's to tell you to protect yourself. Sometimes it is a warning that maybe you need to be more cautious and careful because there might be something that is going to hurt you. So it's it's a preparation. Now, I also wanted to touch on the fact that stress and fear are probably related to um, a, a, a high degree. And the reason that I say that is that stress increases the size of the amygdala, which is where fear is experienced. And so there is most likely an impact on how the amygdala relaxed, reacts to triggering, uh, triggering stimuli that, is, that causes fear. And the bigger that it gets, I think that it might perceive that and amplify that sensation and feeling. However, I think that's a conversation for its own episode, and so I'll leave that for another day. So fear is just naturally part of our build, right? Because if we know that there is this part of our brain that feels it, it is normal. And because we know that everyone experiences some extent of fear, it is normal. It is who we are. It is built in us because it it serves a purpose, right? And fear is usually triggered when we experience change, when we interact with something that's new and novel or that we've never seen or experienced before. When there's a lot of uncertainty and when we fail to predict what is going to happen. So when there's a loss of autonomy or loss of control in a situation as well. Sometimes it prepares you for a challenge. And sometimes it occurs when you lose something. And this is similar to what Napoleon Hill was talking about in the six fears that he identified. So now to get to... Well, before we jump into why I'm making this episode, the last thing that I wanted to note was that fear causes certain kinds of reactions. It can cause a fight reaction, which is you facing the challenge that is in front of you and wanting to overcome it. It can cause a freeze response where you just stop reacting and you don't know what to do. And even when you want to react, your body will just not work with what you want to do. Some people might faint, and uh, so that's an extreme type of freezing, where now your body just shuts down because the fear is so intense that it would much rather pretend to be dead than to face the fear. And sometimes that works. And in some kinds of um, evolutionary contexts, if, for example, a bear or an an animal, I don't know, maybe not a bear, but if some animals were chasing you and if you pretend to be dead, then it might not bother you because you're dead. And then the last type of response that fear causes is a fleeing response. Running away from what is causing the fear. So when we think about these reactions to fear, I want to put it into a context. And so talking about this new venture that I'm on, I was scared to become a better version of me. And so sometimes I procrastinate doing the work that needs to get done. 
or I start to doubt myself and by doubting myself I give myself reasons to not do the work that needs to get done so that is a type of fleeing reaction to fear um, but it could also be similar to freezing so sometimes like I'll look at all the work that needs to get done and then I won't do it and then I'll just stop and not do anything for a bit and then eventually I will flee from that and do something else and that's again avoidance so I think that free the freeze response and the fleeing response go hand in hand sometimes um, that's if you don't end up fainting and then the fight response I think that even when I was about to record this episode I had this slight moment of unease and I was like is it going to be great is it going to be a great episode can you do this and then I thought to myself, like, well, if I'd never do it, and if I don't try to do it, then I'll never know. So I might as well just do it and face that fear and try to overcome that fear. And so really what we should be doing is embracing fear, just like we embrace all our other emotions. If you like happiness and you want to experience happiness, well, just know that you will also have to experience sadness and grief. Because in order to feel one emotion, you have to have felt the polar opposite of it because positive things can only be positive when negative things experience and the relativity the relativeness of emotions needs to be considered and so this is why i say we need to embrace fear so how do you embrace fear you need first you need to identify what is really what are you really afraid of what is really causing you to be scared is it something actual is it rational is it a true danger or is it a perceived danger or is it a self-imposed danger and even growing out of your comfort zone is a danger that you personally experience and someone may never be able to understand that you are experiencing that fear but it is a type of fear and then so you need to explore your fears and that's what i'm talking about kind of understanding what is really causing your fear and is it a true fear is it a primal fear is it a irrational fear um is, are there situations in your past that are causing you to be scared or to respond with fear in new circumstances and situations and then you need to rationalize with your fear that is this something that is really dangerous and will kill me it and that is why i'm avoiding it or being scared of it or should i understand that this fear can be overcome and that i can face it and that i have the courage to face it and then you need to set a mindset to overcome the fear you need to be willing to face that fear, that obstacle, that challenge. And you need to tell yourself that you can do it. Because before anything great ever happened, that individual said that they can do it and they tried to do it. And because they tried, it ended up working out. So you need to set your mindset. And then you need to expose yourself to what is causing you fear. Now. In this case, if it's something that causes you a lot of fear and leads to some kind of anxiety, then I would say, and, and here again, when I talk about anxiety, I mean very uh, well normalized anxiety, not extreme mental health conditions. Because I'm not a therapist, but in those types of situations, when the information that I'm providing here as well might be usable. But again, always visit a trained therapist, counselor, or psychologist, psychiatrist for severe mental health conditions. And so expose yourself to this fear and 
just experience it. So for to put some context onto that and to use an example, before I was recording this episode, I really felt this feeling of unease. But because I exposed myself to that fear and I plugged in the mic and I said, I'm going to do it anyways, regardless of that fear. Right now when I'm talking, I don't feel that way. So I exposed myself to the fear and I overcame it. And now I'm here and I'm recording this episode. So I really hope that in this episode that you learn that fear is normal and that we all experience it. And in order to live a quality life, we need to recognize what our fear is trying to tell us. It's trying to tell us something. And we need to think and experience and explore what it's trying to tell us. And in doing that, we'll be able to better our lives, maybe even just a little bit. And maybe it will get better. Because getting better is subjective and is relative. And so you have that ability to choose what kind of life you want to live. And experience fear, be scared, but know that we all are scared sometimes and we all get worried. But just because we're worried doesn't mean that the world stops around us or that we should stop to live in this world. Because the purpose of living is to live. A friend of mine once told me that the life we desire is attainable as long as we are willing to overcome the challenges that are required to achieve that life. And with that, I hope that your next week is going to be a great week. Until next time.